Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger. Feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Daja Kisubo probably swears like a sailor. When she wants to. We can too. When we want to. So if you're not a sailor, please listen at your discretion. Welcome to the Reading Circle Temple. I'm Molly. I'm Indy. I'm Brittany. And I'm Goodwin. And today we're reading Chapter 6 of Cold Fire. So grab a cup of coffee. Or tea. Or your drink of choice. And let's have a toast to Frostpine, the hottest teacher in the cast. <laughs> Fuck, bruh, I'll drink to that. <laughs> Frostpine. I'll drink to that. Chapter 6, Daja, Jory, and their driver, Serge, arrive at Oletica Potcracker's kitchen. And the workers are unloading a new shipment of food. So all three of them quickly get pressed into service, stocking all of this food. And once it's stowed in the cellar, Olenica feeds them and she introduces herself. But no sooner has she met Jory, like, hi, I'm Jory, than she sends Jory into her private storeroom where nothing is labeled to get her a bunch of spices, like certain measurements of different spices. And then she has a chit chat with Daja while Jory's doing that. During which time she admits occasionally takes students, but it's rare. And she's really surprised to see this like merchant's daughter showing up wanting to learn from her because there's nothing fancy about what she does. Jory comes back, passes the test. And so Elenica agrees to take her on, on a sort of trial basis and says in a week, she will either be my student or she will be happy to go elsewhere. Potcracker's kitchen is noisy. Daja needs to t- continue to teach Jory to meditate, which goes no better than the night before. So she's like, okay, we're going to do this again in the morning. And she's trying to figure out what she can do to teach them differently. She dreams that night about learning meditation with Dedicate Skyfire, who had a type of combat staff meditation. So she wakes up. And she goes in search 
of something that can be used as staffs. And just as she is picking out three nice broom handles, someone screams from the kitchen. She comes running to the rescue and finds Dedicate Frost Pine, butt naked in the fire. LOLOL. Once that crisis is taken care of, Dasha teaches Jory and Nia staff blocks and strike. Jory loves it, but as much as Jory hated the old meditation, Nia hates this, and she's constantly afraid that she's going to get hit by her sister, and that's reasonable. So it ends with Daja still going, well, fuck, what do I do? She's going to have to do two separate ones, I feel. Mm-hmm. She's going to have to get up even earlier. Boo. Boo. I mean, I agree with that statement. That sounds awful. Part one of our three-step reading process is reading like a novice. This is where we talk about what we liked and disliked about the chapter. So I think we have to start by talking about Frost Pine in the Fire. (laughs) So great. So great. I wish I could be in a fire. I don't remember if I said on air last time. So I'm going to say it again, just in case I didn't. When we did the recap episode, I said, I am so excited to see so much of Frost Pine. And Brittany said, "Uh uh-oh, is he going to get naked? The answer to this question, Brittany, is yes. Yes, he does. You you called it. (laughs) And it is fan-fucking-tastic. Oh, man, I hate winter as much as he does, and I wish I could climb into a fire to get warm as well. That sounds so nice. That's a little toasty. To me. I'm glad we had that scene, just because it added, like, a little bit of levity that we needed, because yeah. otherwise it's kind of, I'm not going to call it super dry or anything, but very, you, you can tell this is one of those chapters where they're, like, setting stuff up for the future. No one's getting blown into chunks or turned into trees. So, you know, you got to add the funny to keep it entertaining. That being said, the other scene that has always super, super stood out for me from this book that I've never forgotten is also in this chapter. And it is where Elenica tests Jory. I completely forgot. Jory doesn't even get to say like, hi, I want to be your student. Elenica meets her, says, oh, your name's Jory? Great. Go get me these spices. But I've always loved that test. The part where Jory goes into the storeroom, uh, Lenica Potcracker turns to Daja and says, yeah, that's my private storeroom. Nothing is labeled. And Potcracker reminds me a little bit of Rosethorn. Yes. But she seems a little more Jewish than Rosethorn does because she's like, nope, all this food gets done. Other people, we get fed last, which is kind of the opposite of Rosethorn with the cat. I loved that part. I really like that Surge is super chill about it. He's like, eh, they, I know the horses and the sleigh are okay. People here who need to eat. So, uh, yeah. That's actually part of uh, my theme, so I'm not going to get super into it. But, yeah, they just kind of got told to do it. And it's like, what are you going to do? Not help a, a hospital kitchen to make food? Yeah. Even if you're there for something else, you're like, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm here. I'll take the sack of shit wherever you need it to go. <laughs> you know? Also... It's mentioned that they have an entire pig. So that's big. Most most of the time you don't buy an entire pig these days, but there's a little local butcher shop in Green Forest, a little place near near us. If you're going to buy meat from them, most of the time you have to buy a whole animal. Whole cow is a lot. 
Yeah. It's a lot of money and it's a lot of meat. So we never um, got a whole cow, but we did on multiple occasions, get a pig. We have a big freezer and the freezer would just be full of pig. But yeah. So three or four people last about a year. Back to Frostbite, though, this scene definitely gave me, like, Uncle Iroh vibes, especially the scene in the first season where he's in the uh, water and (laughs) in the spring, hot spring. Oh, my God. Uh, (laughs) And then he gets, like, kidnapped out of it, doesn't he? He gets kidnapped, but he's naked the whole time while he's in the hot spring. Yes, yes, yes. I I do remember uh, that. His nephew comes to collect him. He's like, stands up. He's like, okay, never mind. You're naked. You go ahead and continue your thing. <laughs> Talked about fan fictions we need. We need the pirate fan fiction. We need the okay. Circle of Magic now? Labyrinth crossover. Can we please get the Circle of Magic Avatar crossover in which Frostpine and Uncle Iroh just hang out? Like, they yeah, don't even have amazing. to do anything. It doesn't need a plot. I just want to chill. It's just them hanging yeah. out. He's so cool. It's just them them chilling for however many pages you would like to write. If you would like to write that, please let us know. We will read it on air. Yes. <laughs> yes. We talked about Frostpine. We've talked about Elena Kapotcracker. What else have you guys got to talk about? I like at the very beginning when they first get into the kitchen, Daja closes her eyes and she thought she could be at Winding Circle's Great Kitchen. We're course ruled. Gorse! Gorse got mentioned! Yes! I love Gorse. I'm glad he got mentioned, but it was really nice to for her to compare this place to uh, his kitchen, which is very comforting, and uh, so you can tell that this place is going to be really nice as well if she's already comparing it to Gorse's kitchen, until somebody curses and then breaks the spell. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I like how as soon as they get there, Potcracker tells them, don't stand there and puts them right to work. <laughs> so great. Like they're there to try to get some stuff done from her. And she's like, no, 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 no. I can't hear your shit yet. Go, get to work. I got stuff for you to do. I love it. It's great. After they're done doing all the work that Potcracker needs them to do. Daja is so tired that she's ready to go home and she thought that she could have eaten another bite of food from all the other food that she got from all the other kitchens and she finds herself eating more food and finishes it all. This scene kind of reminded me of going to like my husband's visiting my husband's family. They're Hispanic and I know a, a lot of different Hispanic families are like this where they don't take no for an answer with food. <laughs> Let the record show that Goodwin is shaking his head. <laughs> every time, every time I go visit my mom, she forces me to either eat there or take food with me. She will not take no for an answer. And it says in here too, and of course she ought to taste what they've given her to be polite. It's always like that. Like, it's like an insult if you don't. Like they will be upset. Yes. Like, You're not hungry? You don't like my cooking? What is it? Like, no, I'm just yeah. not hungry. It's it, too damn bad. You're going to eat. <laughs> the uh, the scene in Coco where uh, the grandmother at the very beginning, where the grandmother is asking the little boy, like, would you like some more tamales? And he's like, no, I'm good. And she's like, I said, would you like some more tamales? <laughs> exactly that. Exactly that. <laughs> so true. 
This one, I really like the sentence where she tells Daja, don't fight the body that God send you. That was, mm-hmm. really nice. that was good. That was really nice. Amen. And I was just having the girls go meditate. They're asking her if all mages have stabs. And then they're talking about different stories that they recall. Mia's like, remember the story of yes. Stormwalker raising her staff to part the waters of the Sith? Is this a call to like Moses parting the Red Sea? That's I, definitely what I got out of it. Yeah, that's what I wrote down too. <laughs> I said, yeah. sounds familiar, dot, dot, dot. I really like the visual of Daja putting her hands palm to palm and then pulling them apart and making the fire just open up so she could walk in. I thought that was a really neat visual. Straight up fire bending. Yeah. Nope. Right? When my favorite just... part was that Anu says, like, my cousin says mages are eunuchs. I wish he were here right now. Do you want breakfast? Yeah, <laughs> where yeah. she just straight up looked at Frostbite and went, like, hi, I like what I see. Can I feed you now? <laughs> yeah, like that's exactly what that was. That was basically, hey, hey. I kind of get a feeling that they might get it on tonight. You know? Oh yeah, yeah for right? sure, for sure. They're totally flirting. Because then he was like, "Yeah, I'm ravenous." Yeah. Like, oh oh God. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she essentially said, "Hey, nice balls. Want to eat?" <laughs> yeah. Jeez. I can go for you and some eggs. <laughs> so yes, yes. <laughs> Dodge is trying to get the girls to meditate again, and the girls are like, "Does he always sit in the fire naked? <laughs> and do we?" Have to do yeah. Mia is freaking out because she hates fire. She's like, "I really don't want to have to learn how to be naked in fires. I don't want to do that." What? But seriously, mood. I do not like fire. I feel very much the way Nia feels about fire. I I wish I could sit in the fire. That sounds <clears throat> so nice. I mm-hmm. know when I take showers, I crank the hot water up as high as I can. And I'm like, oh, that feels so good. And then they ask, why did he name his, his self Frostpine if he hates being cold? <laughs> yes. I've had that in the back of my head for a while, too. Right? Glad they explained that. She repeats his answer. He said he hadn't thought cold got so very cold. Like, yes, Frostpine, cold gets very cold. And then he thought Frostpines must be pretty trees. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Which they are pretty trees. From a distance inside the house where it's warm, where you can look outside the window. With a cup of hot drink while looking at said trees. While you're sitting in a fire looking at said trees through the window. Listen, I would rather be too cold than too hot any day. No. I can always put on more layers. There's only so many layers I can take off before it becomes indecent exposure and I get arrested. One of the ones I like, Daja threatened to become soup. Olenika was just like, she said, don't leave the flour on the ground or else I will turn you into soup. And you're big enough that you'll feed an entire ward. It's like, that's yeah. that's both threatening and also like, what's the word? I'm a really for? good insult. Kind of a compliment. I, I'd take it as a compliment. Like, you're built. Oh, I, you could feed I a whole. I would have took it as an insult. Like, are you body shaming me right now? <laughs> are you calling me fat, ma'am? 
I mean, good enough to be made into soup. I don't know. I, I I take it as a compliment. Yeah, don't fight the body the gods gave you. Good. That's a good one. I like that the... I didn't really realize this. I'm sure it was brought up at some point, but Nia and her magic dealing with carpentry, her being afraid of fire makes a lot makes of sense. so much sense. Because she feels mm-hmm. like wood. <clears throat> and wood burns in fire. Yeah. <clears throat> Which... Sounds like it might be something to look. Considering this has this book has to do with arson, I'm sure um, that might come in to play at some point. Maybe. Maybe that's why Molly is also afraid of fire because cloth can burn. Frostpine and his name being Frostpine, the explanation of that made a lot of sense, and it reminded me a lot of it's another YouTube video by Jacob Geller or Jason Jake fuck i forgot his name but he made a video talking about one of my favorite short stories of all time that i know i've talked to you guys about it was that one whose name i could never remember and it's the one where the guy has a dog and he's got the bacon sandwich in his pocket oh yeah you have and he's in the yeah yeah and he like dies in the winter out in the cold because he's not dumb, but it's just so fucking cold that he just fucking, like, dies. I forgot the name again, but now I remembered it. It's To Build a Fire by Jack London. And it's such a good story, and it reminded me that people don't like the cold. People like being able to go out in the cold protected and be out there, like, braving nature, and then being able to come back in and be warm inside the house. No one actually likes the cold. They just like that feeling of being out there. I like Cole's sense of humor. I want to finish this book, and my women folk keep interrupting. <laughs> women, am I right? Also, mood. <laughs> I can fucking relate to that. The only other thing I wanted to mention is, I love the part where Podcracker says, I have a nose girl. The Raviki is a spearmint plant crushed in the hand you are a bed of it half an acre at least rolled on by a herd of horses one this is just a beautiful description two up till now we've mostly seen people able to see magic obviously all the kids can see magic and uh jory and nia can see magic nico can see magic but apparently potcracker smells it which is really cool makes sense and And I realized right before we got on that, oh, of course, because the people who, like, look for magic are colloquially called the magic sniffers, and she literally smells it. So I just love all the little connections there. And she can smell ambient magic, which is what they needed instead of the other magic sniffers they used, apparently. So maybe she's an ambient mage herself. Sounds like it. Or she's been trained to look for it. I kind of like how Alinka is like, at, at court, I saw girls with big frames, big muscles, eat like birds, faint, get sick, die. Uh, don't fight the body to God send you. I told them, but did they listen? Like I like this for a lot of reasons. The main which is, I think we all need to be told that. Because society says, this is what looks attractive. This is how every person should look, no matter what. And it's not just women's bodies they do this to. It's men's bodies, too. But just because you are supposed to look a certain way, there are some people 
it doesn't matter what they eat. They will always be this big around and you can break them by shoving them. Does it matter what some people eat? They will always just be 260, stocky, and sturdier than a shit brick house. Love your body. I said it last week. I'm saying it again. Love your body. God's gave it to you for a reason. Fucking use it. Just Daja and her her smiling ruefully like, I don't want to do this. But yeah, I guess I'll work with this one too on meditating. I don't remember if this one got taken or not, but I'm going to bring it up anyway. I can work a whole day with little sleep. Can you? Because the longer you fight, the longer we sit here. I sometimes tell my kids stuff like that. I feel that, though, on a deep personal level. That's been me since I've had a kid, a a new kid. I think it's a pretty effective way of uh, handling that sort of like situation, having more patience than the person you're dealing with. The description for Nia, I called her a little shadow before she became a young lady and too dignified for such things. She'll hide in the shadows and not say a peep if something bothers her. I know those people that are just, they're so small, not size-wise, just timidly wise. It's like, oh, poor thing. We talked the frostbite scene to death, I know, but... My favorite part is the fact that the maid is still sobbing. She's still crying and carrying on. It's like, baby, I know it scared the hell out of you, but it's just a naked man. Like Like you said, they act like they've never seen a naked man before. Maybe she hasn't seen a naked man before. Maybe maybe she's like you and doesn't like man bits. And it's terrifying her to an extreme, more extreme than you. Okay, because I usually just get violent. I know. I'm just saying, she doesn't doesn't like man bits, so she is terrified and screaming and crying because they're terrifying. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Part 2 is Reading Like a Dedicate. This is where we look for a theme or message in a chapter. What theme or message did you find? The theme that I found was uh, obligation. Daja is basically legally or magically required to teach these kids the basics of how to control their magic so she, she's basically you know obligated to but it's sort of in a positive way i know obligation is usually seen in, in a more negative light but everyone in this chapter seems to be taking that burden that they're that they kind of have put on them and taking it really well the parents you know Cole and uh, matazi wish to repay daja because she was technically just their guest and now She's ending up having to take time out of her, I don't want to say a vacation, but her trip up north to teach their two kids. And, you know, we kind of see that Daja doesn't necessarily want to do it at first, but she slowly kind of gets around to seeing it'll be worth it because yeah. she kind of thought back to Nico and Frostpine and all the other projects and stuff they must have been working on when these four kids, you know, came out of nowhere and they took the time to teach them how to do things right. And she needs to do the same. Right. Also kind of mentioned this earlier already, but Olenika uh, basically presses, uh, you know, Daja, the guy who ri- who dri- who's driving the sleigh. Um, Surge. Surge. Basically presses them into working at the hospital. And it's like, if you were put in that exact same situation, you'd probably do the same too. You're not necessarily obligated to, but what are you going to do? Not help in a, in a hospital kitchen if you're asked to? My theme was the same as Goodwin's, only I wrote duty instead of obligation. whatever it was you wrote, obligation. Daja's got to do her thing, and Cole and Matazi are like, hey, we can get somebody else to do meditation. She's like, nope, pot cracker, pressing everybody into service, and like, yo, we got a, we got a big thing to run here. We have sick people to feed. If you're here, you're going to work. Mine was communication. Daja is able to communicate with <clears throat> the girl's parents pretty openly, um, which is nice after the last chapter where she sees Ben cannot communicate with his mom at all because she's a fucking bitch. He has to control everything. And it's nice to see that she can communicate with the girl's parents without having to be like, no, 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 no. That can't happen. And they seem pretty okay with everything that's going on. I want to say there's communication too with Potcracker. There's not a lot of communication, but there's enough communicated to know what's going on and then Daja communicating with the girls too especially Jory understanding that the way that Nia meditates is not going to work for Jory and they're communicating that to each other and uh it's all good can we also take a moment to acknowledge that like this is the first time we have had parents involved who have been like decent um because ever at all in the entire yeah yeah yeah. because like sandry everybody in the nobility is like oh you can't sew because 
because you're nobility and Triss's parents don't want anything to do with her. Dodge's parents love her, but have no interest in like tell her she's wrong for wanting to uh, be a Smith or having interest in Smith work. Briar doesn't have parents. Pasco's parents say no dancey, only Harrier work. And these parents sold her into slavery. So like, I really appreciate that suddenly we have parents who are like, you like cooking? That's cool. You like carpentry? That's great. Oh, you're a mage? What can we do to help you learn your magic? This is going to make us have to change our plans for arranging your marriages? That's okay. We we already know that you have a crush on that that the shipbuilder kid. So uh, maybe maybe yeah, we can arrange that. Let's look into that. Like they're just so overall so positive and helpful. And they even just, thank Daja for finding the magic, which is really nice yeah. as well. Yeah, and we um, owe you a great debt because of this. And when you think about it, because I feel like some of the stuff that we see about how they interacted before Daja came and said, oh, P.S., your kids have magic, they still seem very supportive of the girls because, like, mm-hmm. in the first chapter, Jory is in the kitchen helping the servants. Like, how many families are let their kids help the servants in the kitchen? My guess would be not a lot. That's what the I get the impression. Yeah, but I get the impression that they were like, oh, you like cooking? Yeah, that seems good for you. Sure, go. If, if she's okay with it, go help the cook. She, she can teach you how to cook. And there's a scene where Cole says like, oh, Nia, you have a gift with carpentry. Now we know why you like whittling so much. Nobody told Nia, why are you whittling? Yeah. Like they do with Sandry. Yeah, yeah. So I just, I get the impression that even before they discovered these were magical gifts, their parents were very supportive of them pursuing these interests. So yeah. go Colin Matazi. Like we finally have some good damn parents. Right. I, Which is we awesome. had my theme was more about preparation and change. So like Daja goes in prepared to do meditation one way and then is being forced to expand on this idea and learn a new way to try and train both of them there's also the she comes in just basically expecting to talk to potcracker and proc like the woman's like no hell no get to fucking work she's kind of expecting the uh parents to be like i don't really like this it, ultimately they're pretty fucking chill about it being flexible in your decision making process or your expectations is probably a better way to phrase that part three of our three-step reading process is reading like a mage this is where we use the text to craft magic in our own lives what magic did you craft out of this chapter something i feel is too fitting for me right now work was work it had to be done right it doesn't matter what kind of work it is you need to do it and you need to do it well so you don't have to do it again Uh, starting into a new field which i know nothing about i know that they're going to be beating a routine and their preferences into my head and not always will they be right, even if they are managers or bosses 
the things that they do either a make no sense or b are too long-winded and can be wrapped up much easier in a couple of different steps i have a problem of being like okay i understand where you're coming from but you're a fucking idiot let me do it the right way not the way you want me to do it let me do it the right way this is why don and i did not see eye to eye stop trying to make me do it this stupid fucking way let me do it the right way shut up and accept it well i have two but one of them kind of relates to what indy said in her theme be willing to take risks jory and daja have heard that potcracker doesn't take students and they go anyway it's worth it sometimes to say you know what yeah let's try the worst that can happen is like she says no and we've wasted it hour to care for poor people and don't be afraid of them so potcracker is in bog fly but black fly bog and surge is like oh no that's the bad neighborhood but like everything's fine she's there because she's making a difference so why does it have to have the worst name ever black because, fly blog, bog because the shitty of town bad. always do whack the mire but i i feel like probably they get named that way because it's the bad part of town because the poors live there yeah i think probably the mire got ended up being called the mire because it's where the poor folks live speaking of that we kind of have one of those in springdale technically i lived in the like not so nice part of springdale that neighborhood i lived in used to be in in spanish at least it's called the junkyard because there is a junkyard on like one far end and it's actually very small so i don't know why that's stuck but but uh yeah the not so nice part of town that i apparently lived in when i lived in the duplex was had that kind of same vernacular thing going on well my personal magic was the trader sales lesson we had in there uh this one kind of hit like right on the money for me because i i do this literally every time in my profession i'm a real estate agent clearly if i really really wanted to i could just like guide people into buying homes that i'm listing or you know into deals that i have some part of in so i can like earn more money but that's not the right way to do business literally everything that was said in here like listen to your customer needs what do they need it's what's convenient for them and what they want not what you want listen to their troubles show understanding soothe their fears like if they have questions even if you don't know the answers at least guide them in the right direction so they can like figure it out themselves but um i found that i have so many repeat customers that i don't need to go out and take out ads or like billboards or anything other than just word of mouth from the people that i've worked with and it's such a good feeling knowing that people will come back and like seek me out for help you know another family member needs help or their kids are starting to look at houses and stuff because that lets you know you did a really good job because there, there's so many other people they can work with and it's just kind of a good reminder to i guess keep doing what i'm doing because it's it's working mine is in the exact same area i the exact same stuff except i have the problem of wanting to control everything and do everything my way, especially like at work. I train somebody else to do my own position 
and they're not doing it exactly the way that I told them how to do it. It's driving me crazy. And then I'll go back and look at he's he's supposed to save stuff in the computer too, which he does. He doesn't save it in the same format I do. It's saved in there, but it's it's wrong. So I go back and change it all. Even though oh. it, I mean most did, and no, it's supposed to have a dash, not a period. <laughs> so I'll go back <laughs> and change it. So I need to learn to just let it go. Sometimes people do things differently than how I would, and um, that's okay. Maybe he wouldn't have quit if I weren't so controlling. <laughs> Maybe he would have picked it up better. I don't know. But uh, I need to uh, learn to um, let loose of control sometimes because I'm too controlling. I like things done a certain way, my way gotta be my way or it's your way or the highway yeah it's wrong if it's not my way (laughs) (laughs) i need to learn to let it go let it go let it go At the end of our episodes, we like to read an excerpt from the following chapter. So this is an excerpt from chapter seven of Cold Fire. The morning flew past. Jaja was startled when Tarad's wife called them to midday. She stowed her tools as the journeymen and apprentices headed for the dining room in a fast moving herd. Once inside, apprentices at one long table and journeymen, Tarad and Daja at another, everyone fell into loaded plates. Unlike plenty of masters, Tarad made sure his people were well fed He'd once told Daja it was just self-interest. Happy workers meant better work. The meal was half over when a maid showed in a boy who carried a sealed sheet of parchment. She, she pointed Daja out. As she approached, Daja saw he wore the Ladradan insignia on his shoulder of the... Th- of his... Daja saw he wore the Ladradan insignia on the shoulder of his threadbare gray coat. He was trying not to stare at the laden table. Mutely, he offered his message to her. She took it and signed for him to wait, digging in her pocket for a silver argive as a tip. He looked half starved. She hoped he'd buy himself something to eat before he returned home. Better read that careful. Make sure you don't need to send back no answer, Tarot advised her. He speared a thick slice of roast pork with one hand as he scooped up two slabs of bread with the other. He dropped the meat onto onto one piece of bread, capped it with the other, and thrust the hole at the boy. My wife cooks too much, he growled eat before it goes bad. The boy didn't need encouragement. He clutched the offering with both hands and took a huge bite. Daja slowly cracked the seal and read the few lines of Ben's note. It was his answer to her request for a time to fit him for the gloves. If it wasn't too late when she finished it to Rod's, he wrote, she could find him at the Ladradan warehouse on Baznui's Island at the joining of Cashbox Street in Coville Way. She read it three times before the boy finished what he'd been given and accepted a second bread and meat slam from Tarad. Then she gave the messenger her argib and said, tell Revote Ladradan I will see him later this afternoon. The boy nodded, still chewing, and trotted away. Tarad's wife, Nushenya, came over, shaking her head. The way that woman stints on food, you'd think every grain of wheat was taken from her own children, she said to her husband. She whips them, you know, the servants. The island council finds her. She doesn't care. She glared at the journeyman, openly eavesdropping. Don't think any of you are too big for a whipping. I saw that vegetable plate. A vegetable plate goes back half empty at supper, and we serve what you turn away instead of meat tomorrow.
Dodge ducked her head to hide a smile as the diners, male and female alike, dug into eggplant and carrots. Reading Circle Temple is produced by us, Molly, Brittany, Indy, and Goodwin. If you like the show, tell your friends about us. If you don't like the show, tell your enemies. <laughs> Please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Or tell us what you think by emailing us at templeofreadingcircle at gmail.com. Find all of our episodes at readingcircletemple.com and find more sound clips by following the Reading Circle Temple on SoundCloud. Never miss a post by following Reading Circle on Tumblr. You can also follow Reading Circle Temple on Facebook and join the Reading Circle Temple Facebook group. See our cats by following Reading Circle Temple on Instagram. Or you can tweet at us at Reading Temple. A special thanks to Yellow is for Happy for our artwork. If you like their art, follow Yellows for Happy Draws on Tumblr and Shannon and Draws on Instagram. Another special thanks to Brittany's brother, Thomas Dick, for our music. Find more of his music by following Thomas Dick on SoundCloud. Thanks to Tamara Pierce for writing The Circle of Magic, and thanks to you for listening. Let's all have coffee next week. You have an it cup. You can't convince me otherwise. Think of a positive. Think of a positive association for balloons and and, and culture ever. It's always bad. Fun. Either balloons pop or scare people, or they fly off and make people cry. I balloons just suck. Read the red balloon. It's a classic film. Doesn't the balloon die at the end? <laughs> yeah, and then all of the other balloons come and rescue him. Are you going to say that dogs are bad because somebody made a movie where a dog died at the end? No, oh, dogs are great. Lassie, there's plenty of examples. Dogs of, are bad. No, there's Lassie plenty died, of examples of good dogs. Bad. There's maybe one example of a good balloon. That's all I'm saying. I'm not trying to sound racist or anything, but balloons suck. <laughs> I hate balloons. They don't belong in my neighborhood. I'm a little balloonist, okay? I learned it from my father. Fox News has taught me to fear balloons. I can't help it. <laughs> Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. 
Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.